Hi, Amber. Hi, Megan. Hi, Michael. Hey, guys. What's up? Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Well, thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock, where today we just decided, fuck it, we want to watch a movie that's fun. We don't really care about the rules anymore. <laughs> yeah, but that's no, a thing no. we can do when we have a guest. Yes. Break all the rules. Break all the rules. I'm, you know, and... To be fair, I think one nice thing about it is a person in this group hasn't seen it yet. So that 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 gives it that mm-hmm. air of mystery, that newness. Like, if it was all something we'd seen before and it was also good, then, I don't know. Yeah. It, has to, it has to not totally break every rule, right? Yeah. And Michael, I think what we're going to need you to do is to really... Um, you know who yells at me more about this than anyone on Twitter? Oh, it's your brother my brother-in-law. <laughs> my brother-in-law. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He's a real stickler. Um, yeah, and I'm going to go good. with stickler <laughs> as my adjective. <laughs> I, by the way, I appreciate tweets. I appreciate that you're pretty much the only one who tweets me. Uh, and uh, I pre- appreciate the shit that you give us. It's delightful. Yeah. He, he has a really profoundly quirky way of like needling you in a way that you like you like you respect him for he's he's good oh, at yeah. it. he's good at it he's very so, good at it yeah. it's it's mm-hmm. um and as an older brother to the sister whom he married like i'm glad mm-hmm. to have passed the baton onto someone who will torment her in a very specific way um mm-hmm. for, for the rest of our lives it's kind of beautiful really yeah yeah it's touching <laughs> delightful the circle of torment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I as as a huge and as the other huge fan of this podcast, um, I, I'm so delighted to be to be back to to um, uh, have suggested a movie, and you guys uh, uh, took it on and watched it with me uh, last night. We watched Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I didn't say oh, 1995's Rumble. Yeah, I'm in the sorry. Bronx. I'm sorry, Megan. Are you not going to clarify which <laughs> no, fucking no, no, year this I, movie was from? No, I don't think we need to, Ember. No, okay, Michael good. had it right. Hey, you know what? People can grow. People just People come into grow. my house and disrespect me constantly. No, no. Yeah, no, Co- I, I don't, Michael. I want to be clear. Mm-hmm. I am including you attempting to count down the movie watching experience. <laughs> I don't, mm-hmm. listeners. I don't know if you know this, but in my house, when mm-hmm. we watch my movies. I yeah. count down. We have to we have to sync our viewing. You know, yes. we're we're talking to each other over headsets through party <laughs> chat. And then Megan and I, we have to sync our viewing. So I count three, two, one, go, and then we we press play and we go. So that we're all in the same place. I Michael comes up in here. Yeah. <laughs> motherfucking motherfucking Michael comes up in here. Mm-hmm. He thinks because he chose the movie, oh, he gets to do the count. I don't think so. No, no, Michael. The, you, the number three you came up. out of my mouth, and then everyone was like, <gasps> "It's like such a gasp Scandalous. of like <laughs> in my house." <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I'm I'm glad you guys still watched the movie with me at that point, and that you're still talking to me. Um, that you know, thank you. Thank the deep breathing exercises, Michael. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Whew. Okay, well, mm. I mean, we have to keep it tradition in general. It's the only way I stay sane and don't go on a killing spree. So we are now going to play the time-honored, ah. fantabulous game. Yes. Which is which is which is which? Beautiful. It's okay. which. What? Yes. An extra oh, witch. Man. It is an extra witch. 
Listen, I've been I've been listening to this game for a while. I love mm-hmm. this game. Okay. The it's only thing I don't love about it is Megan always wins. It spoils it. It spoils mm, it. Like there it has really to does. be a little bit more of a challenge. So okay. there's going to be an extra witch this week, Megan. Okay. And I get to participate. Oh, okay. All right. So All right. All right. I'm okay. terrified, but let's do this thing. I'm okay. really I'm so curious about. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so I think Amber, we said I'll, I'll read one, then you'll read mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so there's five. Yeah, okay. okay. And this is going to really, this is going to test Megan's mettle. Right. Uh, I'm, get, no I'm getting out up. a pen for this one. Oh, mm. can, uh, Notes. Notes will be important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, here we go. First one. A young man visiting and helping his uncle in New York City finds himself forced to fight a street gang and the mob with his martial arts skill. Okay, okay. Have you, have you taken it in? Do you feel you've imbibed it appropriately? I think so. Okay, we'll, we'll move on to two. When a tourist from Hong Kong comes to New York City to attend his uncle's wedding, his plans include a little relaxation, sightseeing, and helping out around the family grocery store. But somebody forgot to tell him that the market was located in the middle of the South Bronx. (laughs) Wow. Okay. That's incredible. Okay. 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 Do you need a minute or can I do the next one? You can do the next one. Okay. Okay. I'm very she's, she's got this confidence. My rep. My Amber. no, no, no. I'm, I'm feeling she's like my rep. No, no, no. I'm feeling like I, I, I like my my reputation is already hurting myself because I'm. Oh no. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck this up and it's uh, okay. All right, here, That's all right. All right. Here's the next one. Counterpunch. Okay. Okay. Uh, a young man visiting and helping his uncle in New York City finds himself forced to fight a street gang and the mob with his martial arts skill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. That doesn't sound familiar at all. No, it does not. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Sometimes a movie zigs. Sometimes a movie zags. <laughs> Sometimes a movie drives off into the sunset on a Zamboni married to a very sexual velociraptor. Welcome to Rumble in the Bronx. Wow. Okay. Yes. Beautiful. Uh huh. All right. And our final witch. <clears throat> Jackie Chan, he's the man. All he needs is one free hand to fight the punks up in the Bronx. Sky blue onesie warrior monk. Gangbangers rob the shop. Channel make the bodies drop. Psycho motorcycle chicks. Motocross on cars for kicks and kicks are what the Chan has got. Chaka block a kung fu plot. The punk layers plump with spike haired bumpers. Time to thump that whole gang's dumpers. Shopping carts, refrigerators. Hockey stick them gladiator. Boss says cease. What a relief. Offer tea to squash the beef. Now hold the phone, shift up the tone, a trash bag full of blood and bones. Angelo was wheelchair pushed and hit some diamonds in the cushion. Gangbangers, make amends, Jackie will avenge your friends. Hey, what's that? A hovercraft? White Tiger just showed his ass. <laughs> Laugh at stunts while credits roll, just thank God no funerals. This film brought Chan to Western Terra. Yo, that dude's a treasure, a one-man era. Whoa. That's beautiful. So, Megan. I can't believe Amazon did that. That's amazing. <laughs> which is which is which is which? Is which. <laughs> All right. I'm going. Amazon, Metacritic, IMDb, Amber and Michael. Mm, we got her. We got her. Because the first one was IMDb. Uh, yeah, but it was identical to Amazon. It's like, it was it's absolutely like, identical to Amazon. I have damn it. right here. How did I fuck it's that up? so... <laughs> Like for a couple of articles here and there, mm-hmm. like it's, mm-hmm. it's the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. So bullshit. <laughs> but yes, Amazon. technically, technically, it was Amazon first. I believe. <laughs> 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 technically, 
Yep. Nice. So fuck you, Megan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so I so I wrote it down, and I I wrote it down with I did A M I, and then I was like, well, A, and then I was like, M. Well, so is it Amber Michael IMDb? Amazon. <laughs> yes. Metacritic. I was the yeah. first one. So, uh, yes. And, and, and then Amazon. Metacritic. <laughs> Metacritic. Said just, something. Uh, fucking random about a zamboni, a zamboni. and a sexual velociraptor i <laughs> i wrote that just now i want that to be very clear yeah. while the two of us three of us That's were talking beautiful. i, really I wrote that known. while we were mid-conversation i wasn't even <laughs> sure what it said until i started reading it out loud sure you know you have it, to give these episodes a replay value like we're gonna have to listen to that many times to like suss out the the meanings and the metaphors and and all that there there is nothing there <laughs> That was that was a beautiful game of which is which is which is which is which is which. The last one you have to say like really is which scary voice. Yeah, that was beautiful. Yes, that was fun. Amber, what did Metacritic have to say about this movie? Oh, it said that we shouldn't have watched it. The critics Ah. have it at sixty-one, and the users have it at eighty-five. Oh, interesting. Because on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics have it at eighty percent. And the audience has it at 65. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, well, it, flopsy. it makes yeah, sense. Vice versa. The, the vast majority of these reviews are positive. So Rotten Tomatoes would score those as just a big old thumbsy. Yeah. It's kind of a weird question. Were, were they all written contemporaneously with the movie? Is it hard can you to tell? tell? Yeah. <laughs> at least for, for Rotten Tomatoes. Um, no, not always. At least that's. They give me a different date, uh, varying mm-hmm. uh, years on the who's he, what's it's. Because, yeah. I mean, if you don't know that Jackie Chan's going to be big and awesome and great, like your first viewing of this movie, I, I love this movie the first time I saw it in 1995, but like not everyone would love it. It's not, I don't, I don't think everyone would love it, perhaps because it's it's not um, what you would typically think of as like a well-budgeted, polished movie i mean it's like a you know it's, it's hong kong uh kung fu style in new york city that's fucking delightful low budget with really bad acting across the board like oh, and like a so nonsensical good. plot i mean we love it yeah we love yeah. it but like uh it's it's hard to imagine that a lot of people would at the time yeah and then and but then you know jackie chan is such a cultural phenomenon unto himself that if you look back on it, then you can even say, well, yeah, of course this is great because we love Jackie Chan now. But you, right. you know what I mean? Like there's a little bit of chicken egg situation here. I mean, yeah. yeah, from a lot of the 90s reviews, you are looking at people who know who he is and know his body of work. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so like like this, this blurb starts out, like all Jackie Chan films, this one works best as a rousing action film. Uh, so it's it's he is not unknown to a lot of the people doing these reviews, and and the vast majority of them are deeply positive. Oh, that's great. Okay. That's good and to the, know. The blurbs do mention the fact that it's about Jackie Chan. He's charming. Yeah. The action is is crazy. And <laughs> here's the New York Times review from Stephen Holden. <laughs> the mov- movie is a giddy triple somersault of, the, of a film that makes no sense whatsoever. Although in its best <laughs> moments, it is as much fun to watch as a death defying circus act. All of them more or less mention, this is nonsense, but damn, is it fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Some I, of them mention the dubbing and how difficult that might be for oh, American boy, audiences. Yeah. Did, here, here's the thing. Did you know 
I mean, you do because you watch it, that for the entire movie, Jackie Chan uh, spoke Cantonese and uh, most of the other people spoke English, like to each other during the movie. So like they were responding to each other in um, different languages and then they overdubbed um, everything. Anyway, it's kind of an interesting way to do it. That's that's fascinating. Yeah. And the the dub job was... Terrible. Oh, there terrible. were no Oscars yeah. given for the for the audio quality on this movie. No. It was real rough to watch and almost like comical in and of itself, just because it was done so poorly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I guess in a way that adds to the charm of the movie. But I guess so. I would argue like this is a bad movie in the sense that it is a badly produced movie, other than like the obvious cinematography. Um, with yes. the, the action shots are you know, pristine, but like everything else about what we would say would make a movie good. Like it doesn't do like at mm-hmm. all. No. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> so Very it's just like really bad kind of a acting, bad dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Nonsense story. That was yeah. delightful in its nonsense, but does not for a good movie make. Yeah. Right, right. You wouldn't think. But like for some reason, the particular ingredients in this potion come together really, real nice. It goes down smooth uh, by the time you watch it. It's just, it's just a kind of shouldn't, but it just does. Yeah, no, it, it adds up to greater than its parts for sure. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, John Robinson says that, let me state now, Rumble is a great movie and the Bronx never looked better. It was not shot in the Bronx. It also contains some some of the best scenes of a hovercraft rampaging in the city traffic ever filmed. There are others. Uh, he, he got paid for that, huh? Okay. Yeah, this was filmed in Vancouver. Yeah, this was this was actually originally going to be called Rumble in Vancouver, Ooh. but they named it Bronx because um, this was this was Jackie Chan trying to break into the. Um, American audience. I mean, smart, thing. smart shift because yeah. pff, basing it in Canada, America's not going to take you seriously. Of course, you can no. beat up Canadians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whole world can beat up Canadians. <laughs> it explains take all the Canadians. hockey sticks and mountains, though. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? it? And skis. The <laughs> fact that the thugs so had just a massive ski collection yeah. that they'd stolen mm-hmm. over time from all the people in the Bronx. Yep. Yeah, yep. Weird. Yep. They, explains a lot. There are two 75 scored blurbs here, uh, one from Mike Clark of USA Today. Talk mm-hmm. about the limitations of using the four-star rating system to assess a movie both glorious and dreadful, with the dreadful components glorious as well in their own bent way. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And yeah. then uh, Liam Lacey of the Globe and Mail. Freed from the tiresome constraints of plot and character, Rumble in the Bronx is the distilled essence of action entertainment. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it but is. But I would say that I'm more on Mike Clark's side because... The cockamamie nonsense of this cartoonish movie is a huge part of its charm. Mm. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, not in spite of, it's it's because of. Yeah. Mm. We don't usually do, but I'm going to do just one more from Roger Ebert. The whole point is Jackie Chan, and like Astaire and Rogers, he does what he does better than anybody. Which there are, were several reviews um, that I've read that compares Jackie Chan to uh, uh, Fred Astaire. Which is like, huh. like the acting isn't the point. The point is, like Fred Astaire, and I don't know this. I haven't watched. I don't think any Fred Astaire movies. But like, 
Fred Astaire couldn't necessarily act, but his dancing was so amazing that you'd watch it for that. And so, like, Jackie Chan, at least at this point, is not, like, high-skilled in the acting bit, but his charm and then his, you know, fighting and stunt work mm -hmm. is, is the point. Yep. His ability to do, like, physical clowning, physical comedy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. I would say his acting was fine in the movie. Like, it, it was... Yeah, um, yeah. They, but they they didn't give him anybody else. There was no yeah. one upstaging Jackie Chan. In this no, movie. he was elevated by the absence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in a lot yeah. of his later movies, where like you know Shanghai Noon, he had Owen Wilson. Uh, Rush Hour, he had um, uh, I'm Chris blanking. Tucker. Chris Tucker, thank you. Um, and you know they shared some of the spotlight a bit. Um, in this movie, it's. It's, it's, all him. it's pure Chan and like yeah, there's there's a lot of contrasts because he he acts I think he acts fairly well like it's it's yeah. slapsticky yeah. and um, but you know he's under duress the whole movie and you you can feel that you know like he's probably because he very much did all the own all of his own stunts that <laughs> he, he was in, very much under duress he was <laughs> yeah literally in pain the whole time yeah he was yeah. in actual physical danger at all mm. times it's really yeah. not hard to act as though you are in actual physical danger That's, at all times sense. yeah yeah. yeah. So I would say that yes. I agree, by and large, with what I'm, I'm seeing from the critics. I would, however, find that there are some things I would like to add. Unfortunately, they're the things that, that one might not have noticed in the 90s, meaning all of the tropes and horrible toxicness that I would expect from a 90s film were largely absent here. Amazing, mm. isn't it? It's a, amazing. It was really confusing. Yeah. And uh, disorienting. Mm -hmm. in, I, I mean, I imagine it was largely because this wasn't really made in Hollywood. This was an attempt to break into Hollywood from somebody who does not come from these tropes. Mm -hmm. And there mm -hmm. was not a studio or producers pushing for them to, I don't know, perhaps insert them. Right. Yep. So I, I feel like this is somehow, miraculously, a charming, virgin, naive beautiful unicorn of a movie where someone can get thrown into a wood chipper but we don't see any blood and no one's dropping a single slur yeah just yeah. no slurs no slurs no overt misogyny no slut shaming no so many just casual tropes i would expect to find in any 90s movie they're not there the, and there yeah. were opportunities for all so of them. Many. Mm -hmm. So many, so yes. many opportunities, and it it passes. I think. I think it passes like the not being a douchebag of a movie test that a lot of '90s movies fails horribly. Yeah, and I would add Rush Hour to that list. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was disappointed when you said that you were watching that recently, and it, it doesn't it doesn't hold up. It's kind of hard to watch now. I, I I need to finish it. I need to, I need to watch it and and maintain an open mind. But there I'm I'm cringing, and I I was ready to cringe with this one, and it did. It, it, yeah. Other than but, but, a couple of moments, just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. My 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 butt is always just a little <laughs> bit clenched for our '90s movies, and then like <laughs> yeah, and I think about three quarters of the way through, I said. I almost said that, that I was starting to like re release. And then I was like, I'm not going to say it. Because if I say that, then something, they're, they're going to throw out some horrible slurs and it's going to start. <laughs> but didn't. It didn't. Good job. Can we talk about some of the, these opportunities for to, to have stumbled where they didn't? So like a couple places like, you know, he's, he's from, uh, he's from Hong Kong 
And so he comes to the Bronx. And so like, you know, we're talking a minute ago, like it's supposed to sort of kind of be a fish out of water story uh, at first anyway. Um, he, he shows up at the market and he sees an Asian woman. He, he's there for his uncle's wedding and he hasn't met his new auntie yet. So he sees this Asian woman and assumes that like, oh, this must be my new auntie, you know, and he's trying to introduce himself. Um, and then she's like, no, 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 I, I just work here. And he's like, oh, and then like, you know, this, this black woman comes in and kisses his uncle on the che- on the lips. And like, they have this really cutesy, beautiful interrela- interracial relationship. Right. And it's like, this is the first like moment where like, oh, this is, this is really great. And they end up having this mm-hmm. beautiful wedding, like with uh, all kinds of people. And it's just, it's really great, you know? Yeah. And uh the 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 staff at the market is diverse the gang is diverse (laughs) yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. um and the women in the gang even have some agency uh and uh the only yeah it's just the only like real d-bags in the whole thing is the um like the the crime cartel at the end that's like that they have to fight on the hovercraft but like yeah and they are by and large the only white characters in the movie yeah yeah you get halfway through the movie before i think you see a white person to be honest Mm -hmm. And mistaken. the only white people you see suck or mm-hmm. are cops who, yep. while not being the problem, are certainly not the solution. <laughs> yeah, that's certainly yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting. That's interesting. And and certainly not uh, typical. Mm-mm. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the women, while occasionally kind of needing to be sort of rescued, there really isn't the damsel feel. Nor yep. is there the necessity to push every female body into being an object or something to be like desired or considered for a relationship for the main protagonist. Uh, and while there is a romantic element, it's it's almost like it was checking the box. Mm-hmm. Say, yeah. oh, okay, I am interested in you. I am not disinterested in you. Kiss. Okay, we're done with that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. It wasn't overplayed and, you know, it wasn't also like the greatest relationship story ever told at all. It was mm. just it's briefly just, sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just part of it. And also yeah. hilarious because they were like on a very suburban, like riding a bicycle built for two at some point. Like, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man, that was really great. Uh, so anyway. Uh, yeah, I think that needs to be added to like the critique of this movie is that it mm-hmm. it holds up. It holds it up does. over time. Also, yeah. just casually inserting representation, one of the characters is in a wheelchair. I and feel not for like, no reason. Like it's a major no part reason. of the plot. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. His, his wheelchair is, is integral. You know. So. But it, it's not as though it's it's not an affectation. It's not a stumbling block. It's not a plot point other than the fact that it it becomes a place to stash diamonds but it's mm-hmm. it's just a part of the character just just there just visible just present and it, yeah. it, it thank you yeah fantastic and uh uh nancy played by uh francois yip um who who becomes the the kind of <laughs> casual romantic partner of jackie chan um is a is a dancer and uh she, you know, I mean, it's kind of a funny uh, club scene where she's dancing in a cage. 
that's surrounded by a larger cage with a tiger in it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, um, but there's I'm no... sorry, Megan, mm. have you yes. never been to a club in the Bronx in the 90s? <laughs> the double, double cage tiger woman? Clearly, yeah. yeah. You walk in, you've got two DJs spinning simultaneously as well as a sure. rock band. There's probably and two dozen band. people out on the floor. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yeah, there's Makes a lady sense. in a cage and another cage with a tiger around her. I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> I guess you just weren't cool just... enough. I to know wasn't. what the Bronx was like I didn't in the 90s. get invited to those parties. Yeah. yeah. That, that party was so low key. They had all that going on and there were like two dozen people sort of swaying Just a little bit on like, the dance floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't yeah. the craziest party going on ever. It's, I mean, like that should been, but it wasn't. It was just yeah. very, oh, okay, this is cool, I guess. Thursday night. Yep. But but Jackie Chan, like, or I should say, uh, Kyung goes to Nancy and like, it's just like a, oh, this is what you do. Oh, that. That's great. Like mm-hmm. you're you're a good dancer. Like Yeah, do you yeah. enjoy doing this? I do. Well, you're good at it. Mm-hmm. It's not, "Hey, you should you should break away from this life. You have so much potential. Your brother said that you were in school. Don't you want to do that? Shouldn't you be a nurse?" Nah. The only criticism he has is she's dating a gang leader. Mm-hmm. And the gang leader has stolen from or had members steal from the store where his uncle that his uncle owned and also mm. trashed it at one point and he's sort of like yeah maybe you should spend less time with them and more time with your brother that's right. it that's his yeah. only, only comment yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. just yeah, no no shaming he had his beer he was just sitting there with her smiling and just like mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. supportive and present and like not judgy at all nope yep. that's pretty cool yep. It's yep. yeah. I mean, it's uh, that is one of the parts where I started to like wince just a little bit. Like, oh, here it comes. Oh, There's going to be judgment. It's going to be oh, I mean, she did dance well, I guess. Yeah, and and then they they have to run away from some of the 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 her ex boyfriend at this point. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she she has heels on. She ditches her heels, and he just picks them up and brings like <laughs> it's like oh, all yeah, right, I, I got him. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. And that's when she kicks over all of their bikes so they can make yes. a clean getaway. Mm-hmm. She's and they dynamic. Ran off on her motorcycle. She's a go getter. Yeah. She punches somebody at some point. And mm-hmm. the kiss mm-hmm. between them is immediately following this grand club escape while, while Jackie is, is holding her her heels. I think the kiss follows this. It really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. This movie is beautifully cockamamie. They're just <laughs> standing by the water. You know, she looks at him. She's like, hey, you're cute. And he's just standing there. Do you have a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. I think he shakes his head. Then she kisses him. This happens in the space of like three seconds. You're cute. Mm-hmm. Do you have a girlfriend? Smooch. And that's yep. the romance. That's yep. it. That's it. Other than the bicycle ride later, but yeah. Yeah. The adorable bicycle ride where they're on a tandem bike and they're towing mm-hmm. her brother behind in his chair. Yeah. And it's yeah, very it's sweet and cute. And also they're being tailed by a gang member who's who's <laughs> low-key dressed as a yuppie. <laughs> yeah, he had to put on his <laughs> He took his neon gangster trousers and put them in the wash or something, and he has like a sweater knotted about his neck, yep. and like Ooh, yeah. it's preppy is get all preppy, and it's. it's yeah, where it's, are it's, they? I thought they were in the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, like, what they're, is this? they're at they're at the yuppie park now, Michael. Yeah, and he needed yeah. to blend in. His his gang regalia would not suffice <laughs> to yeah, tail yeah, these so adorable funny. people on their tandem bike. It's like Daffy Duck. It is like she <laughs> she decides she wants a relationship with him. And mm-hmm. so she she reaches out and takes it. He's like, yeah, I'm into mm-hmm. this. This is fine. It, it's not. And 
he's already had an association with another female character in the movie. Uh, his uncle is selling his, his beautiful store to this other woman named Elaine. She is very on top of things. I would totally trust her to run my business. Mm -hmm. And after she purchases the store, Kyung agrees to help out, I guess, with the transition while his uncle's on vacation or honeymoon. Honeymoon, yeah. There's no sexual tension between them, nor is there tension between... You know how in a movie like this, you know, you've got the, you've got the hot wild lady who's dating the gang leader and dances in a cage and she's the one he wants but really the one he should be with is the bookish hard-working elaine who's you know beautiful but in an understated way and he, he he'll just he'll see her for her for her true when, inner when she beauty. takes her glasses off she yeah. takes her glasses off and whips out her hair one night after work whips and out her mullet yeah He'll realize that he doesn't need the naughty girl. What he needs is the good... No, it's, it's none of that fucking shit no. is happening. It is just, no. he's there to help her. Sometimes he's helpful. Sometimes he's not. They respect each other as people. It's mm -hmm. fine. And she does mm -hmm. not need to be saved by him. She is impressed by his martial arts prowess. She appre mm -hmm. appreciates his help. But when he lets her down and shit gets raw in the store when the gang shows up and trashes it, mm -hmm. she's devastated that day, disappointed in him for not being yep. there when he said he would. And then yep. the next fucking day, she's completely mm -hmm. fixed the shop and picked yep. it up, and she's fucking fine. Yeah, yep. she's yep. fine. She's, and yeah. forgives him. almost like She's like, hey, look what I do at the shop. I fixed yeah. it up. We've been working 24 hours. And like she's looking around, and she's showing it. Like, she's, she's moved on. She's not like right. crippled by she, his choices. You know what I mean? Right. She's, nope. she's her she's own She's hold thing. it against him. Like, she got out her, like, you should have been here stuff mm -hmm. the day before. And mm -hmm. now she's, yeah, now it's cool. Yeah. That's what's good. Cool. She she doesn't need she doesn't need a hero. She needed a partner. He proved that he couldn't be, and it turns out she actually didn't need that. She's got this right. shit. Yeah, mm -hmm. she's got it. So, yeah, yeah, cool they, character. Yeah, cool character. I mean, we get to see her so. on the toilet also later, which isn't great. <laughs> sure <but>. thing. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of moments that kind of undercut this a little bit. I hate to be that guy who brings it up, but like, yeah, earlier in the movie, um, the 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 gang the gang girl. Uh, in Nancy. order to lure, yeah, Nancy, thank you. Uh, in order to lure Kyung oh, uh, yeah. into a trap, allows her Ooh. gang member friends to do a, a fake rape, which is bad. Uh, they drag her kicking and screaming away, but it's all a ruse to like lead him into a back alley so they can jump him. Uh, and that's not great. I guess yeah, they get over rough. that, though. That's nice. Forgiveness gets, is good. He, he gets past that so fast. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she does... In her act of, oh gosh, it, it actually does lead to the bloodiest scene in the movie. She she acts out the part of, I'm about to get raped really effectively. He goes chasing after her and scares off the three people holding her down. And then she knees him in the junk, runs off, and he gets trapped at the end of an alley and gets a bunch of broken glass whipped mm -hmm. at him. And she's the one who finds him the next day. And is extremely contrite. I don't think she necessarily knew that would be the outcome, although maybe she should have suspected it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there is, it's not just that he like straight out flat forgives her. It's also that she has deep regret for her actions. Yeah, that's true. And part of that is because he has had a relationship with her brother. He had right. done a kindness to her brother. And that's kind of the linchpin for, for them being able to get to a place of forgiveness and then sort of romance. Are you talking about the uh, the Sega Game Gear without a game cartridge in it? Yeah, yeah, playing? which you noticed that no one would notice, but you guys are so perceptive. Yeah, Kyung hands yeah, this Amber, boy yeah. a, a, a Game Gear that he just happens to have um, as he's getting on the school bus. 
uh, just as an act of kindness and, uh, yeah, it has no cartridge in it. <laughs> yep. And he plays does. it. Yeah, yeah, he plays it without that cartridge. Yeah. Uh. Now that's acting. Yeah, that's <laughs> acting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I take back my previous statement. That kid was acting. That, the kid was a good actor, to be the honest. The kid was great. The kid was great. Yeah. yeah. He sold a couple of really funny moments in the story. Uh, yeah, Morgan Lamb, I do believe. Uh, your favorite part, I think, Megan, was the wrench. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, So, so like... It's not always, it's not always exactly played for slapstick, like, but sometimes it is, and it always keeps you on your toes, I think, which is something interesting about this movie, where, um, uh, uh, well, we've gotten to the point where, where essentially now, uh, oh boy. Let's just do a quick rundown of the plot points that lead up to the wrench scene. Beautiful. Just because it it will amuse me to do so. (laughs) Okay, please. Fair (laughs) listeners. Jackie Chan's character, Kyung, arrives. He meets his uncle. His uncle gets married. Leaves. He helps Elaine at the store. In the process of helping Elaine at the store, he runs afoul of a gang. He's already seen them. They were doing dirt bike racing in the street. Don't worry about that. Gang tries to steal. He intervenes. Gang gets mad. They have a couple of scuffle-ups in the interim kind of kind of they have a detente and then inexplicably we see some some fellows in a limo meeting some other fellows in a limo these fellows are black fellows and they have diamonds these fellows are white fellows and they have automatic weapons and suits they wish for the diamonds and they will exchange for the money then we're done with that scene then another Mm -hmm. scene shows up one of the limos crashes inside the black fellows all shot up they still have the diamonds but then White guy limo shows up. Ah, what are they to do? Gang members who have been attacking Kyung up to this point go and rob the crashed limo. The corpse, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's not a corpse yet. Oh, yeah, he's a pre-corpse. That's Still right. alive. Yeah, yeah. Shot up but alive. Angelo, one of the main gang members, snatches the diamonds, runs. White guys see this. Kyung also sees this. So Angelo is running with the diamonds from these new automatic weapon white guys. They toss a grenade in the black guy limo, blow it up. Mm-hmm. Then pursue Angelo. Angelo, knowing he's being pursued, takes diamonds, sticks them in seat cushion mm-hmm. of, Danny. Of, yeah. of young Danny's wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Because he inexplicably winds up in the same building as Kyung and Danny. So when automatic weapon white guys show up, he doesn't Mm -hmm. have the diamonds. Nope. So now we have a situation in which we have these new suit-wearing automatic weapon-having white guys who want the diamonds. Yep. The gang that Kyung is run afoul of, one of them has the diamonds. Mm -hmm. And now Kyung is kind of in the middle of it because the diamonds are in Danny's wheelchair. Right. So, at some point, friends. It's just uh-huh. funny to hear this said out loud. Can we just kind of... This is... Yep. This all tracks, Amber. This is the movie. Friends. This is the movie. Simultaneously, mm-hmm. Kyung and Danny are unaware that the diamonds are in the wheelchair seat. Angelo's the only one that knows about it. Meanwhile, the gang has reattacked Elaine's store while Kyung was on a date with Nancy. 
-hmm. in an act of contrition and a little bit of rage. Kyung has Nancy lead him to the gang headquarters, where he lays waste to the gang Mm -hmm. in a beautiful choreographed scene scene. of creativity, chicanery. It's amazing. It's beautiful, and it's amazing, and it ends in an amazing way for two reasons. One, Mm -hmm. there's a single gun in this gang. It is currently held by the gang leader. He does not wish to use it on Kyung, but he also knows when he is beaten. So in order to get the fight to stop, he shoots the gun into the air and says, okay, you win, you can go. Mm Mm-hmm, yep. At the same time that this has occurred, automatic weapon white guys have Mm -hmm. snatched two of the gang members. Oh, boy. They wish to know where the diamonds are. One of the gang members, let's call him Leather Daddy because of how he's dressed. Yep. Gets thrown into a wood chipper. In, into a wood chipper. Into they take the man. The man. And then they head, f- throw him into the first. wood chipper. Yeah. 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 We don't. Well, his see... friend is underneath the part oh, of yeah. the spout of the oh, wood chipper. Dear God. Yeah, his friend is. Yeah. So he's. So he watches his friend get. That's. It's experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've just seen punches and kicks. Yeah. In a grenade. Uh, But yeah. Yeah. Now a wood chipper has happened. Sure. As Kyung is leaving the hideout of the gang, because Tony, Mm -hmm. the gang leader, has shot off a gun and admitted defeat, Mm -hmm. Kyung says, Hey, you guys aren't good. Do you understand how society views you? They see you as like the lowest scum. You should do better than this. I hope the next time we meet, we won't be enemies. So mm-hmm. they've been at odds this whole time. The gang just sort of admits defeat. And yep. Kyung yep. walks away saying, hey, I hope we can be friends. Yep. Mm-hmm. They, Very by the way, zen, they, warrior monk. Love that yeah, stuff. Love, love it. it. Beautiful. Earlier in the film, they they nearly killed him. They Yes, with glass they, bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they stopped short of, well, they stopped Angelo from literally then shooting him with a gun. Like, mm-hmm. They have, yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact Precisely. that he can walk away saying we should be friends is but, fantastic. Yes. So that's that's the first thing that's amazing. Okay. The fight yes. ends with one of them just saying we are defeated, and the other one saying do better. Let's be buds mm-hmm. next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As this he is where most movies away, end. Sorry, I didn't oh, start to cut you off. No, no, no. This no, is no, like no. where most movies end. Most movies would be like satisfied. We've we've done our arc. Mm-hmm. The characters have changed. Like this is it. Right. There's not Rumble in the Bronx protagonist antagonist you think kyung Mm -hmm. jackie chan protagonist antagonist tony angelo and his gang no 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 because there's a third option the guy who wasn't thrown into the wood chipper shows up with two garbage bags Uh, filled with the guy who was thrown into the wood chipper yeah realizing that what has transpired involves angelo and a search for diamonds kyung realizes after some other things have happened, he knows where the diamonds are. Mm-hmm. He's he's sussed out that they must be in Danny's old seat cushion. Yep. Thus, we have a scene in which we are no longer concerned with the gang. Actually, we are concerned with the gang. We are trying to actively save the gang from angry mm-hmm. white guys with guns. Yep, yep. And also save Kyung and Danny and maybe Nancy and possibly Elaine. I don't know. Amber, would you call this a twist? It is a bit of a twist. Huh, yeah. Very twisty. <laughs> so we have Danny right. and Kyung in an apartment 
looking for a seat cushion filled with diamonds. Are you two going to be okay? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't do twist right. I didn't do twist right. How did I do that wrong? Yeah, you did it really wrong Shit. though. I'll, I'll, I'm sorry. I'll leave. Do you want to? Do you want to try again? You want to try again? Do you want again? Do you want one more again? Twist. Oh, that's better. Ooh, yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. If I okay, were a nicer person, under. I would edit out the first one. Yeah. <laughs> no, please don't. That was very, um, very Kyung of you. Thank you for forgiving yeah. me and giving me another chance. <laughs> My monk-like magnanimity, magnanimity, magnanimous yeah, no, society. Oh, now who's yeah. butchering language? Magnanimity. <laughs> Mang. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah, so that's not right. Mango capacity. <laughs> the mango capacity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> we were we're knee deep in the plot of this movie. It's, it it's, doesn't matter. <laughs> Just to reorient everyone. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so now we're trying to save the gang members. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're trying to save the gang leader. Mm-hmm. And so Kyung and Danny are in Danny and Nancy's apartment looking mm-hmm. for the old seat cushion with two angry white guy thugs with guns standing over them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who are assholes? Who Oh, they're just the who meanest. Hit, who hit a child? They Backhand hit him. Yes, yeah, Danny. He's a yeah. boy. He's just yeah. a boy. He's a, yeah. a boy in a wheelchair. On top oh of that, goodness. I mean, like you just there's, there's so many faux pas. Yeah, so many. Keep Ugh. your paws off that kid. I mean, but like yeah. first and foremost, he's a kid. In, in full stop, right? So it's like, yeah. holy shit, yeah. not cool. This is awful. You people are yep. monsters. You very white people, the only white people, are monsters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You you in your suits with your guns. Yes. So, mm-hmm. we find ourselves with the need yes. to stop these bad men from you harming gotta. Danny. Yeah. But Megan mm. is a man with a gun. And, you know, yeah. Kyung can take care of that gun. It's Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. He can take care of that gun. But he did. Ugh, this one big guy with a ponytail. He's big. He's, he's a big. big guy. And it turns out Kyung's fists were not enough. Yeah, he, he punched him real good, and he just kind of did that, like, like barely, like, moved and kind of stared him down. And so uh, and so at that point, just from off screen, you, you assume it must be Danny who tosses Kyung a, um, a, a, a football helmet, to which uh, <laughs> Jackie Chan hits this man across the head with the football helmet and still, Mm-mm. like, barely phases him. Mm-mm. <laughs> then. <laughs> then. He gets <laughs> Jack from off screen comes this wrench. And when I say wrench, I mean like something that's used on some sort of large farming equipment that had to be half the height of Danny mm-hmm. and weigh almost as much as him because Danny's a, a, a small child. Like, and it was just tossed to Jack. Like, there is no way this kid had a wrench this size. Or could toss a wrench this size to uh, to Kyung, and um, at that point, the 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 white guy, big white guy, just kind of looks and is like, "No, no, no, no! I give like he's like you're gonna hit me really hard with that wrench, and that'll kill me. So we're done here." Yeah, it's great. Yep. It's yep. great. Yep. 
it's fantastic. It's, it's so wild. We just saw yeah. this guy punch a kid, and then it goes to Looney Tunes. Like and it's then we like go Looney instantly, Tunes. like Acme Wrench appears yep. out of nowhere. It's only yes. this movie can do that. I think. Like, is it, uh, how did they pull that off? It it, it works. It works yeah. so well. It's so funny. It's so oh great. yeah. It's it, so it, funny. It rips a laugh right out of you. I just watched a kid get backhanded across the room. The situation yeah. is desperate. <laughs> it's a wrench it's a large ass fucking wrench and the big guy just suddenly oh nope not a wrench i'm out <laughs> yep, as it yep, turns out i am both out and i am sorry about punching that kid i know five seconds ago i was completely lacking in contrition mm-hmm. but i, I was, now I have was... the fear of wrench and regret yeah i'm so glad you took us on the journey to get to that scene because i feel in a way that scene really encapsulates the entire spirit of the movie right Right. like it it jerks you in these different directions between being very serious and tense to being very cartoonish and comedic and everything in between like it's absolutely it's wow Mm -hmm. that's quite an achievement you know it really 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 is because the culmination of this film mm-hmm. is both its most perplexing and possibly worst, but also certainly best feature. Yes. I think it's all the things mixed into a beautiful slurry of greatness. Mm-hmm. Nancy and Tony the gang leader have been taken hostage. <gasps> no. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Kyung needs to bring the diamonds to get his friends. I do mean friends. Yes, Tony is now his friend. Yep, yep. Yep. But, oh, man, shit's gone real tits up. So he gets the cops involved, and they put a wire mm-hmm. on him. The bad guys find out he has a wire. Uh-oh. So this is also kind of awesome to me. Once the bad guys find out he has a wire, they call the boss. Mm-hmm. The boss's name is White Tiger. Sure. Yeah, and uh, yeah. That's he incredible. does most of his acting from a golf course wearing yep. a fun little hat through a cell phone to his thugs. So the you worst mean, person in the movie is a white yeah. fucking asshole on a golf course. Yeah, uh, you know the golf course in the Bronx with the mountains behind it? Anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's within driving distance of the city. <laughs> yes, yes. hovercraft driving distance, yeah, yes, go on. Absolutely. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> when you're in a hovercraft, you don't have to worry about traffic. So, That's anyway. true. Uh, yes, very much so. <laughs> At this point, the white tiger and his friends have terrorized a child, have terrorized a gang, have wood chippered a person, have used a tow truck to pull Elaine's store oh, yeah. mm-hmm. to the ground. That yeah. store is destroyed. That was rough. Yeah. But oh man, he's wearing a wire. Enough's enough. We don't even want the diamonds anymore. Kill everyone. That's mm-hmm. what happens in this moment. Yeah. Forget Fuck the, the diamonds. diamonds. Kill everyone. Mm-hmm. Kill them all. And this is how the movie culminates. Mm-hmm. Kyung has nothing to lose. We gotta chase down the bad guys. Bad guys are fleeing from the cops, shooting cops. Don't worry, the cops are fine. Totally fine. They get shot in the chest and they're fine. It's yep. okay, don't worry about it. They, yeah, they, they get shot in the chest, fall into the water, and we see them next time just mm-hmm. fight. There, there is a hole in that cop shirt. 
There's a hole in his shirt. I noticed that. But he's still got a cigar in his mouth. And and the reason he got shot is because he put the cigar in his mouth before shooting back at the bad guy. Or moving. He jumps out and says, freeze. He doesn't have his gun out yet. He puts the cigar in his mouth and then pulls his gun. Wow. As he And they established this guy was a very avid guitar. No, cigar smoker. Yeah. Yeah. earlier in the movie why because michael <laughs> cops they type on typewriters and they smoke cigars yes. and they say weird things in yes, interrogation they rooms they that's, do that's what cops yeah. do in the bronx i it's, love everything about this it's as though the character Keung wrote all the cop scenes yes mm-hmm. <laughs> yep yep like, what what have i learned about american you know police yep. from movies mm-hmm. like this is, typewriter just, yeah, yeah typewriter cigar <laughs> typewriter. ineffective bulletproof uh put wires and then you take things into your own hands yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. i'm that's pretty, pretty sure accurate. that's how this goes that nailed it nailed it because the cops do show up and Keung is fighting back the bad guys cannot make a clean getaway to go and kill the hostages Thus, they are forced to hijack a hovercraft. Yes. Oh, hover but of course, craft. you know the hover, the the like large ass hovercrafts that are in the Hudson River. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the big, the giant ho- the hovercrafts in Hudson River. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you think people get to work in New York, Megan? Yeah, take uh-huh. the hovercraft. Of course they do. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Delightful. So there's definitely... How many hovercrafts do you think there are on the face of the earth right now? Like if you had to like, is there a hundred of them? Is, there's not a thousand of them. There's not a thousand That's, for there's sure. There's not a thousand hovercrafts in the world. The there? only definitive answer I can give you is that there are mm. not enough hovercrafts. Yeah, yeah that's, that, yeah, that well, much that's is true. Well, that is not numerical. Yeah. yeah well, I think no. that's because like... Geneva Conventions, apparently, because they're they're weapons of mass destruction, so like <laughs> they have to be was. limited. Uh huh. <laughs> I yeah. mean, weapons of non-lethal mass destruction. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> weapons of will declothe you uh, mm-hmm. and leave you with lots of scratches and bruises. Yes. Both Kyung and bad guys wind up getting run over with this hovercraft. It mm-hmm. goes from sea to land. Quite a bit of the hovercraft chase is on the road. Mm-hmm. With great, amazing stunt work and horrible, death-defying physics, Kyung is able to stop the hovercraft and save the hostages. The cops are, are thrilled, but we haven't gotten the big bad guy yet. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he's still oh, on the yes. golf course. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Well, the cops say, we'll just tell the brass that the bad guy has still had the hovercraft hijacked. Hey, Kyung. Why don't you go and take care of the white tiger? And Kyung's like, yeah, I will go take this hovercraft to the golf course and run over the white tiger. Hey, Tony, the gang leader, Nancy, friend, girlfriend, I don't know, we don't do labels. Would you like to come with me? Yeah, see, we'd love to. So you mean... What a romp. So, so you mean the cops who, like, put... Kyung in mortal danger by having mm. him wear a wire yes. to get all of this evidence on tape. Mm-hmm. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Are now like, fuck this shit. Go murder this piss ass. Go, mur- go. <laughs> go, go hovercraft this guy. Mur- yeah, go hovercraft murder him. Go publicly murder him with a hovercraft yeah. on a golf course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That this is, is exactly. Police sanctioned. Um, police sanctioned contract killing. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah. Yes. Without paying anybody. It's mm-hmm. it's a beautiful mess of all kinds of wrong. Also, in order to find out where the hostages are in the first place, Kyung, who has up until this point, while having access to many guns and had them shoved in his face, has not used a single mm-hmm. one. But when it comes to Tony, his new yeah. best friend gang leader, <laughs> Tony, mm-hmm. oh, he'll use a gun. Yeah. So he takes a gun and he points it into bad automatic white guys. And the bad automatic white guys are like, we're never talk. And he immediately shoots one of them in the leg. (laughs) Yes, he does. Hey, can I just say, this is the most realistic part of the whole fucking movie. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, yeah. Other movies do this bullshit where like the good guy like throws the gun out the window and holds true to his ideals or whatever. And like, it's not, to be clear, Jackie Chan Kyung is not abandoning his ideals at all. He's mm-hmm. been through the ringer. He's been mm-hmm. dragged across this and that, blown up, jumped on this, kicked, punched, shot at. And he's like, I'm done fucking around. Fucking I'm not going to mortally shoot you. Yeah. Goddamn limits. Yeah. But that's also another moment, kind of like the wrench, where you don't see that coming as an audience member because you're used, you're, you're trained to think like oh, the hero's going to blah, 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 you know, because there's always so perfect. In a very realistic way, he's like, no, enough is enough. I think he fires a warning shot first. He does, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And then when the guy still doesn't talk, he shoots him in the leg immediately, like just without hesitation. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is is four seconds. Where are they? Bang. I'm not going to talk. Bang. Ow, I'll tell you. It is (laughs) not. It's very clear that Kyung is an excellent judge of character. Tony he can make a turnaround. You know, he's a Mm -hmm. good guy. He could have shot him when he had a chance, but instead he just admitted defeat and said, go. White guys with automatic weapons do not get that kind of pass. I saw him backhand, Danny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's beautiful. So yeah. So they run over White Tiger with a a hovercraft. Yep. Yeah. And that's and then freeze frame the end of the movie. And freeze frame end of the movie. Freeze frame on Kyung, Tony, and Nancy. All together, sort of like victory. We ran him over. Film through the windshield that has been shot through because in his haste to bring his friends along to kill White Tiger. I mean, White Tiger still has like a couple of his goons firing rounds at the window. Mm -hmm. Like they narrowly avoid getting shot (laughs) at the last minute. Yeah. Before like he bounces them cartoonishly into some trees and shit. But like, yeah, it. Fucking fantastic. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah, glorious. They it's nail the ending so hard. So good. There's the hijinks with a hovercraft you would think go on too long. It's on the water. It's on the land. It's in traffic. My baby. Mm-hmm. Every note that. is glorious. Yes. He, mm-hmm. he literally has to run and snatch a toddler who's been left in an epic sandcastle bunker. That castle and was awesome. Throw her with great force at her mother. Just chuck her. To save her from getting run over by a hovercraft, he does get run over. Which he then, yeah, Mm -hmm. Jackie does get Luckily, he's on the beach when he gets run over, so he just gets buried in the sand. No big deal. It's just silly sand burying. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're a rich-ass white dude on a golf course, that's that's turf, brother. Mm, You're you're losing your pants. You're losing your pants and a lot of skin. And a lot of skin. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Defeated. Ah. And then, if that's not and enough, then after that freeze frame, yeah, we go bloops. straight to bloops. Oh, who, everyone loves bloopers. Amber, we what finally a 90s get staple. bloops. Bloopers. Yay. These are some of the darkest bloopers. Oh, so upsetting. That I have yeah. ever seen. That mm-hmm. 
fill you with this sort of existential ennui about the enjoyment you just took in the film you just watched. (laughs) They're the most confronting bloopers I have ever seen. And that's a really great way of putting it. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They force you to understand that your entertainment literally almost cost them their lives. Like at many points during the filming. Yeah. There was there was concussions. Uh they 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 don't show so one of the bloopers they show is during one of the motorcycle stunts, uh a woman flips over on her motorcycle. One Mm -hmm. of the um uh, actresses and it, it, it zooms in on her. She doesn't. She doesn't look great. And then they show her being carted into an ambulance. And that's end, it. And that's it. That's all we ever saw from her. Like with the Jackie Chan. Like we see Jackie Chan break his ankle or leg or or mm-hmm. something. Like and he and he has a cast and he does a lot more stunts while he's in a cast wearing a sock that has a shoe pic- painted on painted it. on yeah. it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It looks really good, by the way. But like. And like, haha, that's fun. That's amazing. Wow, Jackie Chan. Like, we get to see him like get up and give another freeze frame thumbs up at the end of the blooper reel. Double freeze frames in this movie. Double, double freeze frame. Yep. No mention of that woman though. Nope. <laughs> nope. I so I did I did look it up on IMDb's uh, uh, trivia, um, and um, I think that she broke her leg. Okay. There was Jackie Chan, this other dude, and two stunt women broke their legs on this movie and then there were other injuries and stuff but there were like four legs ankles whatever broken during the stunt scenes in this movie given what we saw that number seems low so good Mm -hmm. on you stunt coordinator way to keep it tight because i Mm -hmm. i watched jackie chan jump off a building onto a fire escape of another building that was it looked 15 feet away just in a horizontal and it was he did that without wires without Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. He just ran and jumped. Yep. I just... Holy gods. So many times, so many words. The stunts in this are sick, but they cost. And, and mm. part of you knows that. Part of you knows sure. that. You're swept up in the entertainment and the cinema and the fiction and the cartoonishness of it all. But these, these bloops, as you watch people who are really hurt being carted off by real stretchers into real ambulances. Uh-huh. It's an amazing... Amazing thing it is did you enjoy this little piggy (laughs) you like our stunts (laughs) well people got hurt for this bones were broken people bled blunt force trauma was had i hope you liked this because it shaved years off of their bodies (laughs) yep 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 Uh, upbeat like punk song playing in the background Uh like it's just a journey, man. I just it's I don't so, know how to tell you. It's just a journey. Like if you're so paying attention, good. like this is just an emotional roller coaster. What a zest for life that this movie like embraces. Mm-hmm. And like just like yeah. a like fuck it, let's jump off a building kind of I don't dare devilishness. It's just mm-hmm. and that spirit it, is infectious in the in the in the cinematography too. It just it just shows up in the film. Yeah. Oh yep. yeah. Th- there's there is so much charm to this movie. There's there's so much there's such clear passion that went into making it and and a really clear vision. Startling when you think about the plot as I described it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. visually, they were fucking masters working with this amazing palette. And and I know we talked about this after we watched it. Martial arts films that I'm familiar with from that time period. It's it's very you know Bruce Bruce Lee and. Y- 
we I didn't watch a ton of films straight out of Hong Kong, so I know there's there's more diversity, but I mm-hmm. we're used to the traditional setups, you know, you know, one on one or the usual gang battles, but they're in very more rigid uniform and often empty spaces so that the choreography can happen and it can be safe. This is let's do this in a fucking city. Let's do this in a warehouse filled with shit mm-hmm. and let's use all of it. Shopping cart, yes. Refrigerator, yes. Television, yes. Pool table, yes. Pinball machine, yes. Ski, why not? Like we're in an alley, it's filled with garbage. What can we use here to do something cool? Can can I tell you something I learned? One is that that warehouse scene took like 20 days to shoot. Oh yeah. Oh man, I bet. I Second bet. thing, that warehouse was empty when they got it and Jackie Ooh. Chan Really? Like, you might think there's random shit in there. He picked out every single thing that oh, went yeah, into no. that warehouse. That's oh, yeah, So no. that he could, that like, my isn't that amazing? I mean, like, you can tell because he uses it all. But, like, he designed that shit. He was he like, we'll do have. refrigerators. We'll brilliant. do shop. We'll do, like, and, like, just, like, the fact that that was empty to begin with. And then it's just, like, it's like, wow, that's that's amazing creativity. And, Yeah. When it all comes together, it does have a seamless feel of just this chaotic, controlled energy. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, delightful. It, one of the lessons I wish Hollywood, like modern Hollywood, would learn from this movie is when people go to see a movie, yeah, we like we want a lot of things, right? But at the end of the day, if you can get some talented people and just have them have fun, mm. people want to watch other people have fun. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you, you go to a rock show or a concert of any kind, you just want to see the band have fun. You don't want to see them, like, mail in the notes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what the, you know what the song is going to be, but right. you want to see them have fun playing it. Yeah. It, yeah. When, when we watch Rumble in the Bronx, like, we're seeing Jackie Chan just having joy. a fucking blast. Just yep. joy yeah. everywhere. Yep. And everyone's having fun. And it, it's... It's fun. <laughs> it's just fun yeah. for everybody, right? It, and it misses like so bad on so many things that you think you want to be in a movie, but because it doesn't has matter. them passionately having fun, it doesn't matter at all. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it is. Beautiful. Beautifully said. It has a soul and it's not, it is trying so hard, but not trying so hard. It is. It is the opposite of a Netflix movie. A Netflix movie <laughs> yes, uh-huh. checks every perfect little box of what an action movie should be or a thriller movie should be mm. or a comedy should be. We're going to have this and we're going to have this and we're going to have this. We're going to avoid these things to make it just as blandly appealing to everyone as possible. And it is it is a prepackaged, shrink-wrapped, inoffensive serving of entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With this zero is calories. Zero calories. This yeah. is inoffensive mm-hmm. in so many ways because it's, it's not trying to be hateful. It is... But it has a very clear vision and a clear intent and amazing physicality and stunts. I mean, that's the top of their level right there. But in terms of crafting an actual movie, yeah, it's both worse and better in every every possible way. Mm-hmm. And I would so much rather watch this than any of the shit that's coming out of the Netflix cookie cutter film box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Amen yep. to that. Yeah, For I mean, sure. that's that's the essence of BMR. Our favorite movies are the ones where it seems like people are having fun. Remember when Vin Diesel used to have fun and wasn't so concerned with looking cool? Remember Pitch Black when he dislocated yeah. his own shoulder to make it look yep. real good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he can't contractually lose a fight? That's not fun, Vin. Yeah. 
So, what did folks think of this movie? On the rock scale, regrettable, outstanding, crazy bowls are K. It's just the rock scale? We don't have the extra letters? Uh, we don't need them. Okay. We don't, yeah, we need, don't need them. them. We all time. know where this just, is going. This is but I do want to do one thing. Yes, please. Do you remember Sorry. what they are, Megan? <laughs> oh, oh what, what the new things are? Yeah, what's, what's the new letter? Yeah, uh, we had grokt, which was, mm-hmm. or grok, which is... Uh, <laughs> Still out of the D. Oh, nice. I can't help it, uh, which was good. And then mm. I think we had rocks, which was satisfactory. Solid. So good. Not bad, solid. though. Solid. Not bad. Okay. Solid. All right. Yeah. I was okay. hoping putting you on the spot would be more embarrassing for yeah, you. Thanks. But, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Amber. Sorry, Michael, what is your rating? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for Outstanding. It's it's an outstanding movie. No question about it. For all the reasons we said. It's it's the most charming movie you'll ever see where someone gets fed into a wood chipper. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> That, so beautiful. Honestly, that should have been the summary. That should have been mm, the, the yeah. movie blurb that draws people in. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, I would agree. Outstanding. There, it definitely has like little issues. It is not perfect in terms of Mm-mm, you know how it no. how it treats people. The only corpses in this movie are are black men. Just mm. going to put that out there. Almost nobody yeah, dies, but a... except for a car full of of black men, and uh, unfortunately, the person fed into a wood chipper is also. A black man. Yeah. So yeah. that's not great. No. Seems kind of specific. Yeah. But it, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not perfect. But, oh, God, it was so fun. And it really avoided so many things it could have, and I almost feel like inevitably would have done. Mm-hmm. This movie's outstanding. I'm sorry. It's just, oh, it's just yeah. delightful. I agree. Also, it's crazy balls. Also, I mean, obviously, crazy balls. Balls. we yeah. talked crazy about balls. a fucking hovercraft. We also didn't say <laughs> that the way Jackie Chan stops the hovercraft is by grabbing a sword and oh, jousting it. From an it. antique shop, yeah. With, with, a, with a broken Ferrari or something. That, very yeah. expensive car. Yeah, yeah. And then they, in order to use that hovercraft to go run over murder a uh, uh, white tiger, they fucking duct taped it pissed <laughs> together. Duct taped everywhere Just on it. Just huge duct tape. <laughs> So, so funny. That's so funny. Oh Obviously, this movie is craze balls. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just making sure there. It's like it's like capital O and then like capital C, but like font size seventy two. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? you like, don't even. Yeah, you can't. You even have to see zoom it. way <laughs> out to see the C. That's <laughs> uh, so amazing. We we play D and D together, and I've I've often I, I, it's well noted at this point that I'm obsessed with monks. Um, every game we ever play, uh, when mm-hmm. we played Diablo together, I always played the monk like obsessively, um, and I get asked like Michael, why do you always play a monk? Nobody likes monks. Uh, you don't add that, but like that's the subtext, and uh, <laughs> it's. It's it's kind of like because of Jackie Chan. Like I just mm-hmm. love the idea of someone who doesn't go into the world with any kind of agenda. The world imposes like it's evil onto this person, and they have this tremendous power. Be it, you know kung fu or whatever martial art. Like they can totally destroy you with their fists. They choose not to, mm-hmm. and they choose to defeat you without destroying you i just i just that kind of hero archetype to me is just so cool and so fun and so like what i aspire to be and um and jackie chan like in this movie like is the epitome of all that you know like it's he's he's so cool yeah absolutely yeah so i just want to share that i don't know 
No, it's it, that's yeah. that's beautiful. It's your 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 goal in life is to do what Jackie Chan does, not def- defeat the man, but mm-hmm. defeat the weakness inside of the man that stops him from living a life of joy. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Oh, that's Tony, beautiful. I'm pretty sure he went on to be a great dude. <laughs> He's a senator Had somewhere. There's no question. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So not quite a great dude. <laughs> Well, good point. (laughs) As great as a gang member can get, probably. He might be a worse dude now. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Damn it, Tony. Megan. Amber? Do you have an Issa story? I do. Um, So I took Maddie over to uh, Laurel's house. And um, on our way over there, we were talking about, like, um, she was asking questions. You know, what will we do there? And... um, who will be there and are we almost there and um then she asked will they have a table at lala's house um and yeah the important questions what will we do and do they have a table do they have a table Mm -hmm. it's just one of the many questions she needed answered did she okay i I was my immediate thought was like did she want to like color on the table does she want to like do some activity some kind of craft she just wants to know like general furniture layout yeah yeah (laughs) table or no table (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) asking the important questions getting the lay of the land Respect. As a mm-hmm. child, you got to visualize your next step. You it gotta. makes you feel safe, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a table yeah. is a sturdy, like it's not a chair. It's not, it's not mm-hmm. your, uh, you know, vase stand or I don't know what you guys have in your house, but like. Vase stands mostly. Just chaise <laughs> lounges as far as the eye can see. <laughs> a table is the sturdiest thing she could think of. It's like, well, if they have a table. Yeah. We're going to be then, fine. We're going to be yeah. safe. If, there's then a if tornado. There's an earth, we can get yeah. If there's that, an earthquake, we've got places to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. Kids, kids need to feel safe. They do. They do. Michael, do you have a Sneha story? I, I do. Um, it's it's not um, much of a narrative. It's just the other day she, she had a fit of imagination and she just decided she wanted to do puppet shows. So we took a, a blanket and on the posts of our stairway, we, we tied each one so like to, to create a, a puppet theater kind of box. And she was just holding her dolls and like telling this crazy story about like, being friends and not being mean to each other. And she like told us the story. I filmed it on my phone and we clapped. And then Adrian got behind the puppet show and told like, I wish I had filmed it because it was stupid of me not to, but like she told this, this is really more of an Adrian story now that I think about it. I'm um, okay She told this amazing story about like someone, like a, the, the teddy bear was afraid to poop. Uh, and the unicorn was like, well, it's okay because when I poop, like rainbows come out and it's going to be fine and like everyone's going to be happy. And like she's like coaching this. And, but we were, Sneha and I were laughing so hard at Adrian's play. And Adrian was like reticent to, to like do it in the first place, but we like, you know, clapped her on. And we're so glad that it was just a really great family moment because uh, and all fantastic. because of her little imagination. She's like, let's do a puppet show. I'm like, sure. Whoa, yes, whoa, whoa, yes, of whoa, whoa. Did the teddy bear poop? Oh, yeah, yeah. By the end, the teddy bear pooped and everything was fine. Was he yeah. disappointed his poop wasn't a rainbow? We didn't really explore that. We we wanted to have a happy ending. Okay, okay. That's just... I, I was, guess. That was going to bother me. Because <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I feel like I would have been... I actually... I feel, I feel like I would have been a little bit misled by the unicorn. You know? Yeah. Like the yeah. unicorn's advertising, hey, poops are great, mine are rainbows. But then he doesn't drop the knowledge that that's just a unicorn thing. That seems kind of messed up. 
No, that's a good point. It's like everybody poops, but some people poop better than others. Right? Like some people actually poop rainbows, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of unfair uh, expectations. Sort of like yeah. a rich person saying, you like, oh, man, I got to get to the store. Why don't you just take your limo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Adrian's an elitist is what you're saying. I get it. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know if she identifies more with the teddy bear or more with the unicorn. You know, I'm not trying yeah. to judge. I'm just trying to understand. It was yeah, a very interesting narrative. I was I was riveted. I wanted to understand. Mm-hmm. You wanted more details. Well, then there was a hovercraft, and it got a little uh, got a little out of hand. Just get a little wild. Yeah. So anyway, you had me at wood chipper. Mm. <laughs> <Delightful>. <laughs> the unicorn put the bear in a wood chipper. Like, no, <laughs> oh no, no, you're the shit. Oh, I got dark. <laughs> oh, here's a wrench. Okay, everything's fine again. Yeah, Freeze frame. Good now. We're good. Uh, 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 Michael, do you have a, res- I forgot my line, line, um, Michael, <laughs> do you have any recommendations? Um, I don't, I didn't think of any, sorry. And you don't have to, because we have yeah. a recommendation for you that we- we've already made, but we're going to pretend we yes. didn't. Okay. Actually, I would call this more of a Amber got a ride. Yeah, I did. I'm the fucking best. I got a ride. Fucking yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> Yep, that's how the song goes. (laughs) Um, It is called Nobody Saves the World. It is a uh, video game. It's on Game Pass right now for Xbox. So it's on the freeze keys. Um, And uh, yeah, it's... I mean, Amber, do you want to describe it? Well, Megan, you're a Mm. little blank-eyed nobody thing Mm -hmm. that sort of weakly uh, slaps things until it discovers a magical wand. And with it, he can transform into a rat. But oh, that's not where it stops. Oh, no. As you progress, you can transform into other amazing creatures, each with their own special abilities. You can be a horsey, and he can kick things and gallop really fast. And with the rat, he nom 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 gnaws things. And you can be a ranger. You shoot arrows, and those arrows poison people. And then you level them up, and they get new abilities. And then you open up other characters, like a necromancer or a Ooh. robot. We're a monk. Uh, monk Amber. <gasps> yes. Okay, bye. <laughs> we lost Michael. And you, you, you know, go through dungeons and you kill enemies and you level up and you gain new abilities and then you can mix and match abilities. Uh, Megan, what's your favorite creature to play? A oh slug. Oh my god, this is awesome. There's a monk in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> he, he, that was fast. He got to the monk. He got the monk really fast. fast. It took me a while yeah. to open up the monk. Jeez. I use cheat codes. <laughs> oh, that's smart. Yeah, oh, he does that. have all the monk cheat codes. That's yeah, right. no, he just he has like game. a universal. I use monkey. my monk plus card. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. Mm. Well, did you know that as the slug, you could equip the dragon's fire breath weapon or the necromancer's demon summon weapon? Who gives a shit? There's a monk in the game. Just be the monk. <laughs> Well, the monk can shoot mm. the robot's missile brush. Anyway, you can mix and match abilities, mm. and they're, you know, different. Just be the monk. <laughs> different kind of semi puzzles of, hey, there's a slug stuff. who's looking for a slug wizard who can raise the dead. And so at some point, when you unlock the slug and you unlock the necromancer, you can equip raise the dead on the slug. And it's, it's, it's kind of fun and a little silly and it's finite, you know? The map is only so yep. big, the quests are only so far, and yeah. Although it is bigger than one thinks so it will be at than first, you think it's going to be. It, yeah, I mean, it's a good. It'll it'll be a good. What twenty five hours, something like that, uh, start to finish. <sighs> Guys, um, this game. Whoa! You came, I just Michael? beat it. Yeah, I just beat it. It was awesome. <laughs> it's, it's. I got good, the monk, and I immediately defeated all the bosses because monks are the best. 
And wow. wow. Yeah. It was it was fun though. It was intense. It was an intense twenty five you said twenty five second playthrough, right? Yeah, yep, that's what it said. That's about awesome. it. Yeah, Ooh, nice. yeah. Well, guys, thanks for recommending this for me. Wow. Ooh. That was a rush. Yeah, I feel like you need to hydrate now, Michael. You should probably do that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, nobody saves the world. Yeah. Simple bite yeah. size, uh silly. It's definitely very silly. Yeah, very much the, also the slapstick humor and uh and uh, silliness, cartoonishness. That's delightful. Glad you enjoyed Gross. it, Michael. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Yeah, no, it's a real good like um what do you call it? Not an aperitif. What's the thing you have after dinner? A moose bouche? Oh, wait, no, that's like in between things. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's like you watch Rumble in the Bronx, and then it's mm-hmm. the same kind of. It's just, you get to be the, Similar. the the Jackie Chan in a cartoon yeah. violence setting. Pretty great, yeah, for sure. Well, this has been delightful. delightful. Uh, yeah. I I enjoy you both uh, relatively, and uh, this movie was fantastic. Great. And I look forward to doing this again sometime. Have a good weekend this year. A toodles. Yes, thank you thank so you much for Thank you guys for having us. me on. You guys are awesome. I'm such a big fan. I Yay. To the and I'll episode. close, yeah, I'll close how I always do by saying we need the rock of the past under our feet in order to spring forward into the future. Okay, you know what? I'm going to call bullshit on this because you, mm. madam, told me last episode that I couldn't mm. carry rocks with me or I'd drown. Well, it's under your feet this time. You can't carry them. But if I'm under your feet, swimming with the rock, and I put the rock under me, it's just gonna—I'm gonna float away from it, or it's gonna float away from me. I can't spring into anything. Rocks are notoriously slippery, by the way. Yeah, they're notoriously springy, very springy. springy. So just, (laughs) so just to be clear, I'm supposed to (laughs) climb up on a rock and just fling myself off of it. Jump, yeah. I had a rock trampoline growing up. I don't I don't recommend it. Yeah, I almost yeah, broke my arm as much as a, on a, a person would on a normal trampoline. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it does seem safer. Yeah. Almost. In, yeah, in some ways, it, it is much safer, actually. You just yeah. can't get as high. So many more breaks. Yeah. Well, thanks for that All nugget right. of wisdom, Megan. You're welcome. Don't Bye, everybody. Her. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.